ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Justified. My name is David Colford, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Riley Trudell. What's going on, man? Hey, buddy. How's it going? It's going great. It's going great. Uh, let me tell you, today we have a very, very special guest. Uh, she is a full-time model, giving the queen a run for her money out there in the UK. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Polly Ellens. Polly, what's going on? Hello. I'm good, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Anytime. It's, uh, I've never, ever done a podcast in my life so this is very new and exciting and my podcast virgin has now been broken <laughs> the cherry has been popped all right awesome well i'm glad that i'm glad we're the first ones uh you know this will be very easy so you're good if you have any questions of course please let us know and just relax and yes. we'll get this started um so I want to jump in first. I was doing a bit of research on you, and you have a million different tattoos. Now, the one I yeah. saw, I think the one that was most intriguing to me was, uh, Do you? is it true you have uh, Ada, Ada Lovelace? Is that how you pronounce her name? Yeah. Ooh, that's good research. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes. Um, she, well, it's not, like, exactly her. Right. Um, I mean, I can show you guys here. Yeah, that'd be so, great. So right on the shoulder, there she it's is. It's this okay. one on my arm here, and it's kind of a woman who is, she's kind of got like a bit of a pissed off look about her, but she's immersed in nature and, um, you know, floral kind of things. Oh, that's the And when I was getting, that. yeah. When I was getting it done, I wanted this really strong female figure, and I read a bunch of Lord Byron um, at school, and absolutely loved him, and kind of weirdly actually, and uh, <laughs> and he had, yeah, he had only one legitimate child, um, and it was um, Ada Lovelace, and she became this crazy amazing mathematician which at the time was really unheard of for women to kind of be in what was seen as a man's industry right. at the time um and I just thought that was really cool and I, I thought that was really something that I I I wanted to have forever that this really strong woman that kind of you know was just like I don't care. This is a man's thing, but I'm really good at this and I'm going to go for it. And I'm going to come up with all these equations that turned out to be right and proved everyone wrong, really, that a woman, you know, couldn't really do maths yeah. or anything. Like Especially that. back in, I mean, this was yeah. like the 1800s too. And from yes. what I read, yeah, she yeah. invented like the actual computer, like before yeah. she was the first. That's crazy. Like That sounds like she would be burned at the stake for being yeah. a witch, for yeah, being like that good with numbers. Like and she went right she it. actually had had a lot to do with um uh like royalty at the time because she just suddenly was up and coming and yeah she invented like computers and equations and and yeah in the 18th century which was pretty yeah. crazy but um but yeah so i got that kind of tattoo to immortalize her um in a way and kind of have this strong woman on me as well so yeah i think it definitely fits your character from i know we've only been talking for a couple minutes but i already get that 
uh, very <laughs> strong confidence vibing off of you. And I feel like in the modeling industry, you either you need to have it first off. I feel like, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm definitely the farthest thing from a model, um, but you definitely have to have the confidence, and especially in the year 2020 where everything's changing, uh, standards are changing all over the place. Uh, I feel like mm. having her on your shoulder, just re- that is you. Like you are Ada mm. Lovelace, um, which is always great to have. So I wanted to talk to you about modeling in general because people hear about modeling like, yeah, like, oh, they're just taking pictures, whatnot. Like what is like, what is modeling to you? Like what's that all about? For me personally, I mean, I I never set out to be a model. It wasn't like I was a young girl. I never was like, oh, you know, I want to be a model. I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Right. And um, I mean, I went to a very good school and I was um, I was well educated. And, you know, I'd like to think I'm, you know, I have a, some brains unlike, <laughs> you know, you know, people think that all models are kind of dumb and stupid and kind of like, oh, I want to be a model. But I mean, that's definitely not the case in especially my experience. And a lot, uh, in fact, the majority of models um, that I've met in my, in my career, you know, they're, they're educated women uh, and men. Um, and but yeah, I mean, when I was sort of working and I was just working in retail and people just kind of started wanting to take my pictures and stuff. And it was kind of like, Oh, okay, I can do this. This, this is cool. Um, but it's not easy. It's definitely not easy. And it definitely took me a few years to, to kind of get to grips with it. And, and again, yeah, people think, Oh, that maybe that's an easy way out. Oh, that's an easy job. (laughs) You know, you kind of stand there and just like, Oh, look pretty. But I mean, there are a lot of different aspects of modeling uh, and different kinds of modeling um, from, you know, just product shoots, editorials, makeup, hair, um, products. It's, yeah, it's a lot. And it's a lot different in each kind of category. Right. Uh, and I found that, I mean, some people are better at maybe product shoots, which is basically where you just, you know, you're, you're modeling the product, but they, they all need models. So it could be clothes or bags or shoes or anything like that. But again, you have to know how to make the product look good or the product look the best that it can. You can't just sort of like sling a bag over your shoulder because it might not, you know, have yeah. the branding or whatever. And you have to know kind of how it, you need to look to the camera and things. And some models are really good at that, really enjoy that. And then obviously you've got catwalk models, which I am the opposite, <laughs> you know. <Okay. laughs> um, I'm, I'm, an, I'm only actually five foot five, which is in american um measurements i guess that's do you do it in centimeters like 163 centimeters oh okay yeah Yeah. so we're good okay yep yeah so i'm 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 pretty average um if not just on the slight smaller side uh and people think i'm really tall because i'm a model but i'm not at all um and to be on catwalk you need to be like super tall like six feet tall and generally have no tattoos and that's the standards in 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 that kind of area right um so i mean it's it's all so different and i never set out to be one thing or i just kind of went with it and i already had tattoos so i kind of went down <laughs> that leave it. yeah <laughs> yeah alternative kind of route if you for want of a better word 
um, modeling sort of like alternative brands and more streetwear kind of vibes and things like that. Right. Um, but again, it's like, it, it's so different in so many areas that, I mean, if you're an all rounder, like that is crazy. Like that is someone who is top of their game, can do everything, look good wearing a, a plastic bag and can just make it, make it look great on camera. Yeah. yeah. And I think there is a real kind of art to it, which a lot of people don't appreciate or think about when they consider, you know, modeling um, as a job. And it's definitely something that I was, it shocked me. Uh, you know, if you just suddenly say to someone, okay, pose this or pose this way or make this look good. A lot of people would be like, um, I don't know like what I'm doing. Like, I, like, how, where do you go? Right. You know? Um, but it was fun. And I kind of, I met some friends that were photographers and it was a real learning curve for me until it then got to the point where it was like, I could, I think I could do this. Like, I think I could actually do this. Um, which was a shocking to me as well, including, you know, members of my family and stuff that were like, oh, okay, yeah, cool, you know, do whatever. I mean, I've got a great supportive family, you know, they, I could do whatever and they would support me. And, but it was never, because I'd never considered it when I was younger. Right. It was kind of, oh, okay. Um, but I mean, I've been super lucky um, in terms of with social media now as well. It's such a, a huge ball game yeah um, I mean, that's a game changer in itself yeah 100% i think particularly with um you know not you know you've got your huge models like hadid and and the kendall jenner and you know the cara delavine and people like that that were just like huge massive models and i think for 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 girls that wanted to do other modeling and other kind of things and i think social media was has been and still is um, a huge tool and it definitely was for me i think i pretty much jumped on the bandwagon just at the right time yeah. um and suddenly sort of as instagram was becoming more and more popular um back in what 2014 kind of time yeah, um that, a couple of time. years like yeah a couple of years after it had sort of like come out um i just jumped on it really and kind of just kept posting and stuff and then suddenly my my following just went crazy um with the help as well of as of um friends that are photographers and their following was going up as well. So it kind of, you know, linked together. Yeah. You were all right. um, on to success yeah. altogether. It was a team effort, which sounds, which is great, especially yeah, in the day and age of social media. It's more so like, all right, I'm going to do what I feel is best. And let me post my pictures. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you took a different approach to that. Like, okay, let me, I'm just going to post it out there. And if it, if it works, it works kind of thing. Mm. Um, no, definitely. I wanted to ask you, Sticking on modeling, I mean, I, I don't know if it's different over in the UK, but for American, I would say American standards are like if you have to be six foot or taller, like skinny, like blonde hair or whatever, like walking down the runway. Why? Why is it like that? Like, why is that specifically? I, I mean, I wouldn't be able to tell you exactly. I think it's just been 
that way for so long. Right. I mean, if you even go back to, you know, the 60s with these um, Twiggy and, you know, she was just this, I mean, she was, don't get me wrong, she's an absolutely gorgeous woman. She was so tiny, stick thin, blonde hair, big, like doll-like eyes. Um, and then you kind of like lead on from that. And then in the 90s, you've got your sort of Cindy Crawford, um, Giselle, Naomi Campbell. They're all these, again, absolutely gorgeous women, but they're super tall, slim, um, you know, goddesses. Um, that I think then it was just that's how it was. And I think as well, brands have a lot to say for it because. I guess once they, their sample size is like a size zero, which is right. tiny. Yeah, that's it's it's, it's ridiculous. Um, and again, I think that's because it's oh, that's how it's always been. Right, right. They were it, it it never kind of got to a point where people were well up until now. I would say in the last sort of couple of years, where people have been going, hang on a minute, that's you know this this is unrealistic. This is not for one. This is not healthy. Um, again, with the rise of social media, this is not a lifestyle um, that we should be um, advertising to, to young girls that, you know, that are getting into modeling when they're teenagers. It's just breeding this unrealistic, unhealthy lifestyle, um, uh, which is complete, you know, for the most part, unachievable. Right. Um, and yeah i think now there's there's a lot of change um even with higher fashion brands you know it started with oh you know you've got for example um cara delavine and she starts getting these little tattoos and stuff mm -hmm. um but then suddenly because she's got it oh it's cool let's have it on our billboard <laughs> right. you know so now oh actually this model who's already got tattoos and it, i guess is like an actual tattooed model um, I guess she's cool. So I think I think social media has a big part of it, and this kind of celebrity thing, yes. you know, this celebrity culture, you know, Kardashian culture, the everything like that. And suddenly, if they get a tattoo, oh, it's cool now. Yeah, um, I remember um, probably I'd say a month ago. My I have a niece who's nine years old. And she already has like an iPad, iPhone, you name it. She's on social media too. It's it's strange as an uncle seeing that. But she asked me, she's like, I asked like, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she said either a YouTuber or she wants to be a model. And I was like, okay, well, like, what do you, every girl wants to be a model, I'm, I'm assuming. So like, what kind of model do you look up to? And she's like, oh, a Kylie Jenner. Uh, then she said Kim Kardashian. I was like, okay, all right. So. And uh, mm. I had to have a conversation like the things you see on social media, like aren't you may see a girl and you're like, wow, she's I want to be like that. And to a kid that, you know, that most of those pictures sometimes are altered or um, changed in a way to make it look like mm. that. Um, looking mm. through your Instagram feed, I see nothing altered. Like you are pretty much mm. you just kind of have that attitude of like, all right, here it is. Let's move on yeah. to the next picture. You know, let's keep it going. Um, mm hmm. How does a modeling shoot work? Like how, so let's say it's it's modeling day, you know, it's picture day, like school, you go there <laughs> and yeah. do you like, 
is it the photographer telling you, okay, pose like this, pose like that, or do you show up and you're like, you know what, here's how I'm going to do it, like it or take okay. it or leave it? Mm. I mean, I mean, beforehand, um, you kind of know or discuss what kind of shoot it is. Okay. Um, I mean, because I'm freelance, um, I... I take on all sorts of different things. So I usually like to have a conversation before um, of, of kind of what they're looking for, you know? Um, so, I mean, usually um, it's anything from an up to like nudity, but for me, nudity is artistic. It ne- you know, it, it needs to be artistic. It can't just be like, Oh, you know, here are my boobs. Right. Um, you know? Um, and I mean, I've always been completely comfortable in my skin, even from when I was little. Um, never had any issues with um, nudity, being naked or anything. I was always just like, oh, I don't, you know, it's, it's what's to be ashamed of. Yeah. It's like, this is how it is, whatever. It's who you are. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, and I guess that helped to an extent. Um, so, I mean, a lot of the times photographers will be like, oh, you know, we want to do this or like up to lingerie or whatever. So I kind of know ish okay. already what they're looking for, or what to bring and things. Um, and I guess now because I'm sort of more used to it, um, if a, like a photographer will just be sort of clicking, I just move automatically. And then I just say like, I'll move. And if you, if you want me to go back to something or if you don't like something, you know, just tell me, right. um, uh because i mean i guess just through experience and posing in certain ways and looking back at the photos and even thinking oh that looks good like that pose looks good like it's a aesthetically pleasing or like oh my body looks particularly good in this position you kind of note and remember what you did and what looks good and similarly you look back and go ah I, you know i don't look great from like this angle down here <laughs> like so so let's just keep my chin down. <laughs> do you find um, that when you and the photographer are kind of clicking on the same page, that the results really come out a lot better? Oh, definitely. Definitely. There's, I mean, again, I'm quite, you know, I think it's funny because if I've never shot with someone before and they've booked me and I, I you know, go up and it's the first time meeting someone as well. And, and, and potentially you could be completely naked in front of them, which can be quite, you know something for for people and I'm you know I'd like to think I'm quite a personable person like I I like to I'll have a laugh and a joke and just try and make things comfortable and um and I think it would be different if I was kind of like oh you know it it then makes the photographer think oh dear you know she's a bit she might be feeling a bit awkward or a bit shy which is weird because now I have to shoot her naked whereas I'm just like ah whatever you know just get my top off woo it's it's no big deal right. i'm cool I, yeah. I don't mind um and i'd like to think that puts a lot of people at ease and that kind of initial barrier that's kind of like so we're gonna shoot nude now so yeah. you know <laughs> right. it's just so it's not even a thing anymore right um so i think with that the kind of vibe that i've always had is just like oh, okay this is chill like she's like she's comfortable which then makes me comfortable and vice versa and you know um and luckily i've never ever been in a situation where even i've thought oh you know 
he makes me feel or he or she makes me feel uncomfortable fortunately i know that you know it can happen and has happened right yeah um and i guess in in those situations um you you kind of have to weigh up what's good what what's going to happen because at that moment you are vulnerable right um of course um particularly if it's just like a one-on-one thing um but again for the for the most part i think you know obviously most people are just super nice super easy and you want to be on that same kind of wavelength um so i you know i i make sure that's kind of happens and i guess a lot of the time people you know instagram's this persona isn't it so if you look through my instagram some people might assume or get the impression like oh she's maybe a bit kind of like oh bitchy or um she seems like she loves herself or whatever so (laughs) but i always like turn up i'm just like oh hey like i'm just i'm just normal like i'm just normal i just like these pictures these pictures are cool i work hard to get them but it's not necessarily don't imagine this frowny kind of sultry photo is just me every day all day right you know? yeah and uh, i wanted to get back to who you are every day because you're a mom now congratulations yeah thank so, you yes i am i mean not I only am. are you a full-time mom i mean you're a full-time mom now so that's how, yeah how are you juggling that that's uh i mean that is full-time yeah. that is like Around the big clock. time <laughs> yeah but um i mean not only you know I, I i live with my boyfriend who is super supportive he's the best dad um so um he's just wonderful and um looks after our little boy cosmo just the best um and uh so yeah i mean i guess now everything sort of changed because i i had him august last year he's just turned one um and then he was obviously super young and then suddenly you get to March and we're in lockdown. Right. So I guess this year has kind of been different because no one was working anyway. So which was which sucked. But at the same time, you know, me, me and my boyfriend got to spend every day with him, um, which was incredible. You know, I would never um, wish for anything, anything more. Um so I've only just sort of started to get back into taking bookings and things. But again, I'm so lucky because my partner, he he, he owns his own tattoo studio. He's a tattoo artist and he's super flexible um, with his timetable, um, as am I. So we, we work it between ourselves really, really well so far. Um <laughs> From, from so far, every, yeah. From everything you're yeah. saying, though, it sounds like it's gonna go pretty smoothly. I mean, with especially with, so. with your career and everything, you need to have a supportive mm-hmm. boyfriend, and in this case, supportive oh, dad yeah. too. Um, and I'm oh, glad yeah. that you know the son is priority number one because, as you see, with a lot of celebrities who have kids, mm-hmm. either they make the the kid priority number one or it's just kind of like okay like i had a kid let's go do a shoot tomorrow like i'll, I'll put him with the nanny like so i'm glad yeah that, you know you're you're doing the good thing um yeah he's so he's a boy he's one years old mm-hmm. um boys are pretty destructive has he done anything that's like like just made you fuming or 
No, he's not done anything that's made me really angry. Um, it's more, he's, he can walk now. I, oh. I guess like it's, he learned to walk uh, like early. Yeah. Um, so he's found his feet, which is just, <laughs> I mean, I was, when he was a tiny, tiny baby, I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be nice when he starts to walk and, oh, when he can just, like, hold his head up and stuff. And now I just wish he was this tiny baby again because <laughs> you can just, like, carry them everywhere. They're not going to run away. And he keeps banging his head, obviously, <laughs> because there's stuff around that you don't even realize. Babies can bang their head on everything. We've even put, like, <laughs> we have a... a a massive tv on a on like a long table thing yeah we've like <laughs> covered it with a yoga a yoga <laughs> mount because he kept just bonking his head off the edge and then you'd sort of hear this bonk second ah, like, a, <laughs> like a siren <laughs> like, and you gotta wait like uh, yeah it's a bad one oh god yeah rush um over. That's awesome. Dragging stuff off the table. Yeah. So he's, yeah, it's it's a handful, but it, he's just the best. Like, he's just the best. And I guess you never understand. And my mom kept saying this when I didn't have kids. I'm like, oh, you'll never understand until you have kids. Like, yeah, yeah. But so cliche that it's just so, so true. It's so true that it hurts that, oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, little boy. I thought he was going to be a girl. Really? <laughs> yeah, right at the beginning, I was just like, I feel like it's a girl. Right. You know, I just had this feeling. And then we, we found out during the, you know, the scan. Um, and it, it was just so obvious. Even if we didn't want to know, it was just kind of like he was just lying there with his yeah, legs wide so. open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's showing it's the a world. Boy. Yeah, he's making, he's <laughs> making sure. I love it. Yeah um but yeah i mean my boyfriend was super happy because he kept saying like oh it's a boy you know he's spanish like boy right um so he was super i mean obviously we didn't mind either way but um i think i think boys are easier than girls really i think so that's a that's a bold take you're gonna get some emails from that one that's uh I agree with Maybe. you. I agree with you. I, think, I agree too. Yeah, I feel like boys just have a price tag to them. Like this is you're gonna have a boy. It's gonna cost mm. you. Like, you're, gonna, you're gonna have some hospital bills up exactly. until like age eighteen. But yeah. like mm. after that, I feel like it's you know, like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the beauty of one living in a country that has oh, healthcare. Yeah. We're, we're working on it. Give, you know? give us like twenty yeah. years, and maybe we'll figure it out. Low maybe. blow. <laughs> but I think boys are easier because they're easier for a parent because i think they're less of a worry yeah i think girls like i i feel like i would just worry because i mean obviously i'm a girl like knowing the the things growing up that um that you just don't even think of as a guy um staying out late and guys yeah guys are just way less i mean don't get me wrong bad things happen to guys i'm not I'm not saying yeah, they don't, no. but I think it's just slightly more of a worry as as a as a girl, as a young woman, as a teenage girl. Um, I think girls drew the short straw just just by a little bit. So I think boys, you can kind of just let let rip yeah. more. 
Yeah, and that, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I remember when I first started dating my girlfriend, we were going to go to the grocery store, and um, I was like, oh, can you just go pick something up real quick? I think I hurt my leg or whatever. And she's like, mm. I'm not going alone. And I'm like, what do you mean? It's it's like right down the road. It's 8 o'clock at night. Like, you'll be fine. Right. And she's like, yeah, no, I'm not doing it. Like, what are you, crazy? And then, like, we, she sat me down, had a good, like, 10-minute conversation. She's like, yeah, you have to understand, like, as a guy, you take it for granted. You just go wherever mm. you want. For the most part, mm. not be in danger. Um, so mm. she shout out shout out girlfriend Jackie for for showing me the light there because it definitely is. Shout a, out Jackie, man! Yeah, shout out Jackie. It's a different world out there. Um, but it is as you know as uh, time goes on. I know I'm gonna do my part. I know Riley's doing his part. Um, yeah. We're gonna try to make it safer for you ladies. Um, we got a you know we got a lot of issues in this country going on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Just give us time, we'll figure it out. But um, so we have this, I guess running joke on our main show the plunge podcast um, about the queen mm-hmm. uh, the oh, queen God. of england okay i i don't understand how she's this old and she's still like rocking it like how right yeah so what is like what do you think of the queen i guess is the way to say it. like if you say anything bad are they gonna come for you <laughs> i don't think so okay. i mean I, I don't think so but I mean, I'm because you have these like royalist people that like love the royal family, even from other countries. You now you've got Americans, Australians from everywhere that love yeah, our it's a national royal event family. when there's a wedding or anything like yeah. the world tunes in. The world stops what they're doing and watches. It's right. Crazy. And it's like, I mean, I've I'm more realistic. I'm like, you know, OK, Kate Middleton had a baby, but it's like woman has baby. They're more celebrities like, than they how are. Is like... that politicians right like they're not do they have a role in government what politicians like the queen or, in them. like aren't yeah so i mean she's head of parliament so any law or anything has to go through the queen oh, i kind of imagine maybe that kind of i don't know whether she hears about it she just has a bunch of advisors that are like oh yeah like yeah. We should do this. The queen um, approves. <laughs> right? I mean, I did start watching, but again, I've never really paid really any major interest into the royal family or anything. It's like, okay, yeah, we have a queen, whatever. I've never really got the whole deal. I've never even been to Buckingham Palace. Wow. And I, I live in London. Wow. That's. Um... I think I've driven past it, but yeah. I've never like been and stood outside and been like, yeah. <laughs> no. take, take a postcard <laughs> picture. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done it. Um, I, I hate to say that I have. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Some tourist shit. Sorry. Can man. we like flick to like a clip of that picture? Yeah, just me. Like, <laughs> we need to find that. that picture. Um, yeah, so I've never really been a royalist. I've never really quite understood the whole the hype. Um, but I guess it's different when you kind of come from a country maybe without a royal family or when you've got someone like Trump in power. It's kind of like, ah. For, I um, know for us, it's like, the way I look at the queen, you know, I'm surprised she's still kicking it. I'll say it. Um, she's 92. Two. Three? two. Yeah. She's, she's got to be like 92, 93. And her husband is 94 or yeah, 96. He, he's like, an old man too. Like, her oldest he, son is like 80. Is, like... <laughs> Yeah, he is the Walking Dead. Like, if you see pictures, it's like, how yeah, is this is guy? Prince Charles? He's like seventy-five, right? Like, Prince Charles is her son. Yeah, yeah. who is like in his mid seventies, yeah. and then 
Prince Andrew is her husband. Yeah, that's, um, he, like you said, he's the actual definition of the Walking Dead. I've seen some pictures float around. Like he looks straight he like Weekend at Bernie's. Like someone's just controlling him. <laughs> like they're like, we're gonna right? make sure he's alive. I reckon there's gonna there's probably a conspiracy theory out there that they've replaced him or like some little oh, aliens yeah. control. You know, like in Men in Black where they yeah, cut open yeah. <laughs> alien, just like psh, psh, like fucking yeah crazy but he's amazing i think he's hilarious if you just search prince andrew quotes he is i think he sounds like an absolute hilarious guy like i will later because i'm i'm curious he just said isn't he he the epstein island guy though i think he might be i think he's the one who's in hot water oh wait no no. um prince andrew's the one who's like child raper island yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the queen's son. Okay, that's the son. But my, um, what's the husband's Is name? Is he a king? It's got to be king, right? Is it George? Well, he's he's king. Um, or duke of something, right? Like. <laughs> oh, is it really bad that I don't know? Like because I just don't care. I that is not. I feel like at he all. can't be a king because we all know the queen's name so yeah. well that he can't possibly be king something. I'm gonna he, well, he is, but it's, it's called like... Um, the King Regent? <laughs> yeah, something oh, like that, okay. that. That means that they're married. Um, Prince Philip. 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 Prince Philip. Philip, sorry, Philip, yeah. Okay. Prince Philip, not Andrew. Yeah, Andrew's the son who's like pedo. Yeah, there's, pedo been, anyway. there's been riots at Buckingham Palace for the past like two weeks, I guess, because people are like, if you could turn him over now, that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah, and he did like some absolute car crash interview on BBC um, to try and sort of like get out of it, yeah. and it just made things oh, worse. Man. Like, if you believed he was innocent, yeah. then you suddenly changed your mind because you were like, "This is so bad." Is that bad? But again, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, "This is going to be quashed." Obviously, the royal family are clearly like the most, some of the most powerful people in the world. Right. Um, I very much doubt anything will come of it unfortunately do ever does everyone believe that he's a creep yes will anything happen probably not right you know we can only um, we can only hope um, right yeah so you have probably i'm gonna guess i'd say 20 plus tattoos are you planning on getting any new tattoos uh anytime soon or it's covid kind of just putting that light to a stop no i mean we i mean <sighs> In, in the UK, we're okay. Everything's kind of open. And I had one tattoo in lockdown by my boyfriend um, in our kitchen. Um, it, was, it was so backstreet, but whatever. Um, it's a good date night. Yeah. Yeah, right? It was awful. It was on my knee, like right on my knee. Ooh. And it was just awful. I not, I even numbed it for like an hour. Um, and I've read never really numbed anything before. Um which did help, but then kind of didn't. Yeah, <laughs> Essentially. Um, I mean, I would love, I, I will be getting more, but I just, I hate getting tattooed. I absolutely, <laughs> I hate, I used to be great. Like early 20s, I could sit for six or seven hours, like oh. no, no issue whatsoever. I think as you get older, I'm just like, Uh, why am i I even doing this like do i even want this Uh, you know um so i get less and less because i just know that it sucks yeah so 
me and Play. Riley, we're planning on getting tattoos pretty soon. I mean, COVID kind of put mm-hmm. a damper to everything. We have zero, right? Combined, you don't have any, right? I don't have no, not not that I <laughs> okay. know of. I mean, I don't. <laughs> yeah, we were planning on. So we we do a charity event in December, and we mm-hmm. had a fundraising goal. One of them that was if the like listeners and viewers hit that, like they donated that much total, we would all get tattoos. And they they smoked nice. it in the first like hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Yeah. So, so it, you know it'll be a good reminder. Like we're but, gonna get a penguins. Yeah, we're gonna get little penguins somewhere. Little penguins. Yeah, little penguins. So I'm thinking like right, uh, right above the ankle. Or maybe on the ankle. You're gonna go yeah. with the with a yeah. with an ankle tap. I think I'm gonna go ankle tap first. How do you have any recommendations for a, a first time tattoo virgin going in and getting de-virginized? I guess. Um, I think, I think people always imagine that it's gonna hurt more than it actually does. Okay. Um, I, I guess I got my first tattoo as soon as I turned 18, and I was super you know i was super excited but i was really anxious too because you just can't you know you don't know and yeah. and that kind of weird i'm doing this i know it's gonna hurt why why, why? am i putting myself in pain? <laughs> like your body automatically just goes straight into shock because it's like what ah, like what's happening um uh, but i mean they're small like Again, obviously, do your research, go to a reputable studio that you know is first and foremost clean and hygienic right. um, and also an artist that's that's super, you know, good. And not just, again, social media coming into it, not just on Instagram because anyone can post whatever on Instagram, but right. I think it's good to, um, you know, a, t- a tattoo artist that you've seen their work and, and even when people go, oh, you know, but it's only a small one. It's like, yeah, but, you know, yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's on it's, you forever. It's, not only is it still on you for life, but also if anything gets, like, even infected or you go somewhere that's dirty and horrible, I mean, that can, yeah. you know, have serious consequences. Um, but, yeah, you've also got to make sure that it looks cute and it's nice and it's, it's what you want, it's where you want, it's... I mean everything. I, you know, I, 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 I never really thought about. Um, I mean, I'm not artistic in the slightest. Um, so I always admired um, artists in 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 every form of art. Um, and tattooing is so difficult. I've done a couple of tattoos <laughs> on my friend and, and my boyfriend, and it is just awful because you know it's this vibrating pen essentially yeah and not only can i not draw in the first place but then try like drawing while your hands doing this i i find it mind-boggling that anyone can do even just a straight line it's crazy and it's all it's all Um, first try too like there's no going back like you can't erase you can't that shit is in there forever like and i was really surprised at how so i thought skin would have more give i thought i would have to be like like press a bit yeah hell no i was like oh my god (laughs) oh god it's in um so yeah, I mean, I find it amazing that they people can produce such amazing works of art on skin um, after 
you know, <laughs> even trying it myself, just even a little bit. Um, so, yeah, go to someone that you've seen the art, you've seen it on someone's skin, um, yeah. I think is 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 really important. Um, uh, and, yeah, go in and Rock expect the worst because then it's really not going to be that bad. All right. I'll, <laughs> I'll write that down. I'll get that going. I'll actually listen to this <laughs> while I'm getting the tattoo. So that way I think we just have it on a loop. Um, I do have one last question to wrap things up. Yeah. Do you, yeah. what would be your piece of advice to any, uh, any little girl, or little boy listening out there who mm. are like, you know what? I want to get into modeling. Mm. It's scared to take the jump. How would you, yeah. what would you say to them? I mean, I think, um, I mean, first of all, I think it's super important to be secure in yourself, secure, um, in however you want to look, however you want to be, whatever you want to model, you know, I think, there's there's such a huge world up there and and for the most part um it is you know hugely accepting um obviously that there are still pockets and uh, uh, i would like to say a minority of people that are not so accepting but there is a massive accepting world and and whether that's um modeling you know uh, um trans whatever sexuality whatever orientation whatever size whatever shape whatever color of your skin whatever religion whatever non-religion whatever whatever just you know anything i think it's just so important to be secure in yourself knowing that th you want to model because this is how you are and not because you want to change or be someone else um and just go for it. I mean, again, so many different avenues that you can take, whether it is social media now, YouTube, um, even if you want to, if you think you're, you're, you want to be like runway or editor proper high fashion, you know, there's so many modeling agencies now and even modeling agencies now are becoming so much more um, diverse um, and they're opening their doors to, to, to people and, and and looks that they never have before. Um, I think we are slowly but surely changing um, in terms of the industries as a whole to becoming way more inclusive, which I think is is not only important but it is absolutely essential. Um, so these you know young kids that are impressionable, maybe confused. Um, unsure um maybe feeling vulnerable um don't really know where to turn or who to turn um i mean even even you know me I, i'm i receive messages and things and it can take me a while to get around to them but i always try and read everyone's message messages if they're unsure you know not sure where to turn or go and um and I'm, I'm, I, I try and reply and, and help them as much as I can. Um, again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not this fountain of knowledge. I can only, you know, give my advice and, and from my experiences and, and, and even put forward photographers who I know that are um, professional, uh, professional and, and, and secure and safe. And um, I mean, I, I found myself in a situation where. Look, thank God, um, a, a girl came to me who followed me and and wanted to shoot with this guy who who 
who ended up being really kind of not okay with her and it was it was um it wasn't right it was um and I stepped in and I'd shot with him before and I'd never ever experienced him being untoward towards me at all in any way but he was being uh and she was underage at the time she was only 15 going on 16 you know and she had a great look and she she's um she's now sort of uh, this is a few years ago now, so she's now 19 and, and doing um, doing things with modelling and, and stuff like that. Um, but he was being very, very strange, and I stepped in and said, well, yeah. absolutely not, like, plain and simply, mm-mm, yeah. you know? Um, and I'm so glad that at the time she messaged me and said, oh, this, 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 and this. And, and I was like, uh-uh, this is not okay. This is not how model how you get into modeling or you know don't get me wrong you know the whole harvey weinstein kind of thing the oh i can make your career better by this this and this and it's like i i get it i can see how it happens i can see how um how how people fall into these situations and then look back and think oh god you know this is absolutely awful um so i'm glad i was there at that time um and uh but yeah, I mean that's a one that's a, that's that's an unusual thing, and I'd like to think that now the the industry is so so against and unaccepting of anyone that um, abuses anyone in, in whatever way. Um, I think it's happened a lot, and I think it, it. I mean, there's unfortunately people that it will continue to happen, but on the whole, we're very much like this is not okay. This is not how it works anymore. Like if it did in the past, it don't anymore. Yeah. Simple as that. There's a lot of you mixed know? feelings on cancel culture and different ways, but yeah. one undeniable good part of it is that it's straightening out some of these industries where it's been a problem before and taking oh, out the yeah. people who don't belong. Like you don't mm-hmm. have any role in this if you're being mm-hmm. a piece of shit. So exactly. And I think um, more recently, you know, the modeling and, and photography world has, a lot of people have come forward and again using the tool of social media which is such a powerful tool to to get your message across to, to like such a huge audience um and you know I, I i i even with my i mean compared to other people i've got you know a minor audience but even still you know to get even if half the people of my following see a story of like do not shoot with this guy or you know um anything like that or you know shoot with these people like these these are the badasses that work that are professional that are cool that are completely accepting of of what you want to do and 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 again open to any kind of person and and freedom of of expression and, and and whatever um so i think that's 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 really important and and just to kind of like round up on, on the question you said for anyone that's looking to get into it, I'm, you know, I'm happy to, if anyone hears this and, and wants to send me a message, please, please do. Um, but just, again, just, just believe in yourself, be true to yourself uh, and, and what you want to do and what you want to portray and, and don't, don't do it because you want to be someone else. Do it because you are, you, you should showcase you and, and everyone should, should uh should have you know their their freedom to express who they are if that's with modeling and and getting out there and doing shoots and stuff i think yeah 
power to you because um i mean it's hard work be ready to work don't think it's a, a get out job or anything right. like that you know um but it is fun and and you you get to meet so many different people you get to meet all walks of life um you know you 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 can have the opportunities to travel to places where i never thought i'd be able to travel um some of my now favorite places and and again meet meet people that are just so like-minded and so creative and so mind-blowingly talented um that it really is um i mean i'm 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 so lucky um and it would you know it's it's such a pleasure um to to do that and, and even now to just be able to speak to it and and um speak about it and hopefully have the next generation of super cool dudes and and people that want to kind of model and 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 slowly change the industry to be to be how it should be i think you nailed it right on the head um especially with being comfortable in your own skin you're doing mm -hmm. modeling to showcase you you're not doing modeling mm -hmm. to change anyone's opinion about you you're yeah. doing it to express yourself and yourself only. Mm -hmm. I love it. Yeah. Polly, I mean, where can they find you? <laughs> they can they can find me everywhere. I'm based in <laughs> London at the minute, but I'm on email, my Instagram, Polly Ellens. Um I have a backup account as well, which is Polly Ellens Official, um, just in case um it gets deleted. Um and my Gmail's on there and uh and everything, so yeah, anyone wants to hit me up for anything, I am ready and waiting. There you go. There you go. Polly, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. Anytime.